It's Raining Cats and Dogs, the podcast dedicated to people who are ruled by their pets. I'm Joel Bardseth, and Queen Freya, she doesn't just rule our castle, she rules our entire kingdom. She's been kind enough to let me be your host. On behalf of Steve's Real Food, thank you for joining. Thank you, everyone, for joining us this morning, and welcome back to our podcast. I am your host, Joel Bardseth, on behalf of Steve's Real Food, and today we have a special guest. We have Danielle Rios. She's here with a kibble brand called Farmina. So why are we bringing a kibble brand into this podcast? I get asked all the time, Joel, if I can't feed raw exclusively, what kibble do you recommend that I pair with the raw food? It's always the same answer, Farmina. It is my favorite kibble on the market. I think it's one of the best in the world. And we're going to have Danielle kind of walk us through why. So Danielle, if you don't mind starting, just tell us your role with Farmina. Hi, Joel. Thanks for having me. Uh, I am the sales representative for the Midwest for Farmina. I've been with the company for six years since its inception here in the United States. That is excellent. And so the first thing that drew me to the brand Farmina was the ingredient integrity. Talk us through that. Yes, me too. Uh, that was absolutely something I looked at right away when I started with the company. Uh, and for folks that are less familiar with Farmina, we are an Italian-based company. Our food is made in Italy. So we follow all of those EU standards uh, and FEDIF, which is the uh, equivalent of AFCO in Europe. So those high standards that are quite a bit different than here in the United States. Um, that's a lot about the nose, what's not allowed in that bag. Uh, so no GMOs, no meals, no byproducts, no artificial preservatives. Uh, sourcing is also super key. So we use select farmers across Europe and our consideration of ingredients is always based on that biological value of each ingredient. So we're using things like whole eggs and wild boar and small fish from clean waters of the North Sea. We also use clean grains instead of the typical corns and wheats that have been modified a lot. Um, spelt and oats, they have not been genetically modified and they deliver a better, uh, they deliver better energy availability. They've also been selected because these are ingredients that elicit a low glycemic response, which is super important for our carnivore friends. And beyond the ingredients, it's just the formulation of these diets. We're ensuring that the ingredients work together to provide the best possible nutritional uptake or absorption. And Farmina has a really cool extrusion process. It's called twin screw extrusion. Can you talk through what that means? Absolutely. It's a, it's a unique technology. It's typically found in um, the making of human food for things like pasta. Uh, it's just as it sounds. It's instead of having a single screw, it has two. Uh, pretty exciting, yeah? <laughs> um, but what this technology, why it's important for our pet parents is it creates better digestibility for their pets, um, which again is that higher nutritional uptake or nutrient uptake. Um, this as well allows us to bind a very large amount of meat with lower levels of starch. 
So I know that's a subject that's near and dear mm -hmm. to your heart, Joel. Yep. <laughs> uh, the twin screw extruder, it, basically it's allowing for a better gelatization of that starch that holds the kibble together. That will in turn result in less denaturing of the raw ingredients. And it increases that digestibility factor, meaning that your pet is getting more of the nutrients its body needs to thrive. We also- So, so I'm guessing less stool in the yard. Exactly, much less stool in the yard. So you're gonna feed a lot less and have a lot less stool. It's amazing how obvious it is, is if the food is working because the body's using what it's eating. And that's Absolutely. a great sign of bioavailability. And you mentioned starch. Starch is the root of all evil right now. That is the reason we see so many itchy dogs, yeast overgrowth, allergy symptoms. It's, it's food for bad bacteria in the gut and it causes that imbalance. So having a low starch diet is so important. Absolutely. What other, well, for, before we talk about other differentiators, I really wanna talk about, you know, kind of my purpose for having you here is how do you recommend adding raw to a kibble diet? Sure, this is something that comes up quite a bit. Uh, as you know, Joel, I'm a, a partial raw feeder and partial Farmina feeder. So this was something we went through with our own pets in integrating raw into their diets. Um, my recommendation to folks is always start slow. Uh, you can start with treats, things like chicken hearts or just the freeze dried, um, the freeze dried Steve's real food. In fact, I started that with my dogs and the cats started stealing it. So we've, we've integrated it into the cats as well. Um, the, the big thing is just monitoring your pet's health. So monitoring the cake cows that are coming in, uh, monitoring the stools, like we just talked about, that's so indicative of what's going on, what the body is experiencing monitoring that body condition score, like the waistline. See, you know, are we expanding? Are we contracting? Uh, one of the unique things again with Farmina is we have what are called pet nutrition or pet health coaches, and they provide nutritional consultation for people. So if people want, they can log on to www.farmina.com backslash us. Don't forget that backslash us or you'll be reading it in Italian. Um, but th that will connect you with a pet health coach that will take into consideration your unique pet, their age, their breed, um, their weight, their lifestyle to figure out what KCALs they need and how to do that modified diet. That is so important too, because there's only so much you can achieve on that small four inch by six inch feeding guideline on a bag with the millions of dogs out there. So to be able to tailor it a little bit, I know that means a lot to pet parents because they always feel that their dog is the exception and needs something different. Well, this is a great way to, to give them a more modified feeding guideline, you know, more specific. So why do you think Farmina works so well with raw? Um, I think it works so well is because it, it behaves like a raw. We don't fall under that blanket of a kibble is a kibble is a kibble. Um, there's three main points why we sit so close to the raw diet more than we do the other kibble diets that are available. Um, the first one being that low starch or that low glycemic food. Uh, that's not really typical in a, a lot of kibbles. Um, the other one is meat inclusion. So we again have a huge meat inclusion level. In our prime line, 32 and a half pounds of meat go into a 15 pound bag. 
in the pumpkin and the ancestral grain lines, 26 and a half pounds in that same 15 pound bag. That's a massive amount of meat. Um, and then finally that protein, where is protein coming from, which is always up for debate with kibbles. Um, you know, are you getting it from animal sources? Are you getting it from plant sources? And we're dealing with carnivores. We, we need animal based protein. Uh, Farmina is the highest in the kibble industry for that animal based protein in our prime line. Again, uh, that's the one with the green leaf on the cover. Uh, that's 98% of that protein is coming from animal in pumpkin. 96% is derived from animal. So I want to share something with you. This has to do with starch and, uh, and is a good shout out to your, to your food as well as pairing it with one of our products. So I'm actually 12 for 12 on this. So as you know, I have a deep network and uh, nationwide of people with dogs and things like that. So it comes up, but one of the repeat themes is ear infections, particularly with small breeds, Bichons, Lhasa Apsas, uh, Shih Tzus in particular. And I've taken them off of the kibble that they normally feed, recommended Farmina, and then adding our Chia Freeze, which is the Steve's goat milk yogurt. And within four to six days, the smell is removed. And by day 20, it actually heals. Now, if we kept doing that, I wouldn't go 100%. But the fact that it's 12 for 12 at the start tells us how important lowering that starch level is to cut off the food source for bad bacteria and then adding the good bacteria that's found in the goat milk yogurt. So I understand you have chia freeze on hand at your house at all times. Yeah. Tell us why you do that. Absolutely. Because we have foster dogs and we, um, we tend to, we work with the power breeds and, um, yeah, sometimes we come in we have dogs coming in with poor gut health and that's just that, that goat's milk is what kind of resets that gut. And similarly, we've used a combination of that raw and farmina to, you know, rid dogs of yeast and then just again, reset that gut. So what are the other differentiators you would love to tell the audience as we kind of wrap up here? And one I would like to call out is um, the fact that you don't use a vitamin pack. Excellent. Yep. And, you know, we have covered a lot of ground here, but we'll, that's the first one we'll talk about, which is in addition to that twin screw extruder, we do have a couple other pieces of technology that are pretty amazing. One is our vacuum coder. That is, we don't use a vitamin pack. Instead, we cold press, if you will, um, all of our fruits, our vegetables, our plant extracts, um, our liquid vitamins and our lipids. It's all done post heat, which again, keeps them from experiencing thermal stress and becoming denatured. So it's delivering like a raw diet, um, very much alive. We also pack our bags with nitrogen, same stuff you'd find in a potato chip bag, let's say, keeps it fresh, keeps the food from oxidizing. Um, and so delivering uh, food that hasn't started to break down, if you will. So one thing that we've done is when we travel, sometimes we'll use freeze-dried um, our dog sitter is not a fan of handling raw food. So, uh, we, we keep him from that. So we use freeze dried and sometimes for the cat who doesn't like the freeze dried raw as much as the fully loaded, um, raw frozen, we actually use Farmina kibble. And what I've noticed is you can go from raw to Farmina right back to raw without missing a beat, um, as far as upset stomach. So definitely a call out for that. 
Same here. I travel a lot and the same thing. Pet sitters sometimes aren't as comfortable with uh, handling a frozen raw or a fresh raw. Uh, so yes, being able to jump back and forth between a full Farmina diet back to a partial raw diet, um, has been super helpful. Um, I hear that repeatedly, especially in dog shows and, and people that go camping that feed raw diets that don't want to bring a refrigerated unit. Farmina is a great, um, uh, replacement during those times. That sounds great. Danielle, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. I know our audience appreciates that. And just learning more about an awesome kibble, an awesome way to feed if you can't just do all raw. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. And as always, I am Joel, your host. And big shout out to the audience. Thank you so much for everything you do and the fact that you care enough about your four-legged kids to join us each week. So have a great day, everyone. That wraps up another episode of It's Raining Cats and Dogs. And as a reminder, please join us for a nutrition webinar. Visit the Steve's Real Food Facebook page for details and registration.